What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Welcome to the latest edition of The Blend. My name is Steve Benz. I have got the ultimate treat for all of you. He's been on the show <clears throat> a couple of times. He was on the show a year ago with the Retro Futura Tour. He just showed up on Forbes Magazine today. That's how famous this guy really is. Let's welcome Lamal back to the blend. Lamal, how are you, my friend? Hi, Steve. <clears throat> Hi, great to be back and great to talk to you using technology. Isn't it wonderful? <laughs> he is on the and other side of the you. pond. He's on the other side of the pond. And next time we will have video for all of you, but just not today. Yeah. The, the last time you and I talked, I think it was just on the phone, right? But now yes. I can see you. Yeah, you can see that uh, I'm I'm bigger than the square. I really am. So, <laughs> so how You've does it got feel? Hair and everything. I, I isn't that surprising? <laughs> you know, you get to see me, and I'm not this ogre or anything of that sort. So. so, how does it feel? You've got the brand new single, which we will talk about in a few minutes. But you show up on Forbes magazine. That has got to be just a ride, right? That, right there. Yeah, on on social media, I I thank them for the feature, and I said. I look forward to qualifying for your four, top 400 rich list. <laughs> now that's funny. That is pretty funny. So how does yeah. it feel? I mean, you're back in the limelight. You, you've got all these phone calls today. And, and frankly, do you enjoy doing the pressers? Well, I have to. And I'll tell you why, Steve. The music business is basically controlled around the world, really, by three conglomerates. And if you're not with them, it's very tough. So you got Sony, Universal, and Warner Music, mm-hmm. and um, they even control the most important playlist on Spotify, true. Uh, New true. Music Friday. About eight or nine, eighty or eighty or ninety percent of the artists are from their labels, uh, which kind of makes sense because they give the music to Spotify or they license it. Um, it's 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 very tough uh, for an artist like me. I couldn't, I don't think, without the technology, I couldn't have released a record. So I think if I'd gone to those conglomerates, they would have slammed the door in my face because they're more interested in, you know, the 20-year-old artist who they think might have a perhaps a longer career than someone of my young years. (laughs) (laughs) And let's face it, technology has changed it all. Could you imagine Mm. if you or Kaja Gugu showed up in 2020 as a band and how different that might have been yeah well it's never been easy it's never been easy of course we can go back and tell all the stories we all know them eight record companies turned down the beatles yeah i remember um reading an interview with um uh huey lewis Mm -hmm. and he said everybody turned them down Mm -hmm. culture club were turned down kajigugu were turned down by about five labels in london uh, and the list goes on. It's it's never easy, because I think um, for radio programmers and and also for people who work in music, I think they're coming at it from a, a sort of more corporate angle. Mm-hmm. They don't hear music the way no. um, 
real listeners do. You know, it's like a theatre critic who um, gives terrible reviews to shows because he has to go twice a week. It's his job. You know, when I'm going to theatre, I'm meeting friends. I'm having a meal beforehand. It might be a special occasion. Um, we're in a good mood because we're going out. We're excited about the show. They're, they're seeing it from a completely different perspective, the wrong perspective, I think. And it's the same with people who work in music. It's very tough, very tough. Not for us, because in a way, we're, you're, I'm a musician, you're a DJ, we're music lovers. Yes. You know what yep. I'm saying? Yep. That's, we're non-corporate. Yep. So um, I'm, I think I'm having a moan. <laughs> um, but... Uh, it's fine. I'm very excited to have, um, you know, the the corporates are partly responsible in a way. Your Netflix, sure. your FX, mm-hmm. your your big American TV shows are the reason I really went back into the studio and, uh, to to write, record something new. So was it specifically for this song? Was there a project? Is there a CD attached to this? I just thought I'd dip my toes in the creative water and see what happens. Um, when my when my online streams went up from three hundred thousand a month to one point five million, wow! And I knew wow. it was I knew it was a younger audience. Sure. Um, I, I thought, well, I'll give it a shot, you know. So um, I've got some new music. Um, I'm already planning the second single. There will be at least an EP, I would okay. say. Yeah. An album, an album. I don't know at this point. Maybe next year an album. Uh, so I'm just kind of feeling at the situation, and seeing how I feel about everything. And you don't really need an album anymore. Technology now says you only need a couple of singles to essentially make it back. Don't yeah, you think? I mean it's such a different world we live in now. And I, I am a, I'm a, I stream myself. You know, it's wonderful. <laughs> the choice that we have at our fingertips, always with us. I mean, could you imagine my, my, I have several playlists on the streaming sites and one of them says playlist one and it's just got like 500 uh, tracks. Could you imagine if I was going on holiday and you want to take your 500 records with you, you'd you'd fill the car. (laughs) Isn't that the truth? And even me for who I am and corporate radio always dictated what I was supposed to play. Most of the time I didn't even know what was coming up next. I would just be prompted. And with yeah. my voice being online for, I was one of the early adopters. I got, I have more fans around the world than in my backyard because of this. Who would have right. guessed that? Because I'm no corporate guy. I've got no, cor- I look like it because I got a corporate haircut, but I'm not. Yeah. Well, it's, the technology is amazing, isn't it? It, and, it is. Uh, it is. We're all benefiting from it in many ways. I mean, imagine the pandemic without the, the technology would have been... <laughs> You know, it's an amazing thing. What what has happened now? I would assume that you're staying safe wherever you are. Are are you near London? Are you not near London? I'm just putting some eye drops in slightly dry eyes. Um, I um, I left central London five years ago. Okay. Um, I've always lived in apartments, Hmm. flats, as we say here. And I wanted a garden, so um, I'm two miles outside of Greater London uh, in a place called Hertfordshire, mm-hmm. and I love it. Um, when the uh, when the pandemic started, I I just returned from performing on the X Factor in Denmark, uh, in Copenhagen, a beautiful city, and uh, and then it all happened. Um, 
I'm fine. I'm touch wood. I'm safe. Uh, I, I I went and get. I got my mother from 300 miles away and brought her down to stay with me and my partner because uh, I didn't want her to be alone. She's lovely, my mum Cynthia. She's 82, mm. and uh, and we haven't killed each other yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's pretty funny. See, my parents are in their 80s too. So yeah. we both we both look at them, both you and I, and sometimes I just shake my head. I said. And you're my parents. I feel like the parents <laughs> now. So, because my 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 mom will not stay home. She's like, nope, I got to get out of the house. She'll get in the car, and off she goes. No matter what I tell her, no matter how many masks I insist that she wears. But they yeah. are our moms, right? So, are you more like they, your mom or your dad? Oh, I'm definitely more like my mom. Yeah, but um, if I turn into my mom, I'm, I'm horrified because <laughs> she has. The most idiosyncrasies and quirks. Um, I discovered things during the lockdown about my mom. (laughs) Yeah, anyway, let's not go there. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I love her. I love her. Well, what did did you learn something new about yourself since the quarantine? Something that you did not know about yourself? Um, Boy, Uh, let me think. Let me think. Mm. Like some people took up reading, didn't know that they loved reading as much as they did. Some people started singing. I mean, was there yeah, something I think just jumped I, out? I, I think I did discover that I I cannot stay away from dark chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. In fact, That's the funny. fridge, That's or funny. do you say the refrigerator? I just couldn't stay away from it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's funny. You got to get one of those fridges that are Alexa and it tells you to walk away. How about that? Oh, oh, that sounds like fun. I'd probably ignore it. (laughs) You would. You would. All right, so let's talk about this uh, this new single. And uh, the last time, let's see, you had a new single was that that Christmas song, which I love to death. I play that every Christmas. Thank you. Was that the last track? I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah. And that was a Mm re-release. I actually did that song quite a few years ago. And this year, that lyric, the lyric in that Christmas song would have a totally new value. Mm. You know, talking about a trip to meet someone, going to the theater, mm-hmm. um, being a tourist, all of those things in the last few weeks anyway. Uh, I mean, obviously, we got to see what happens by Christmas 2020. But mm-hmm. I was thinking about that. I might re-release it again because I think there's a culturally there's a really important value in that lyric now. It's you should. A more, it's got even more relevance than it ever had. You should. And then the, uh, on the cover of the CD, you could put me. Put me on there. Okay, <laughs> me <on. laughs> um, With your corporate hair. <laughs> right. And, you know, I used to have, I, I just got my, um, my hair cut today. It was actually, you know, the mullet was back. You know, the mullets from the 80s. Yeah. Or, or at least, as what I call them, they were French. They were called moulets. Okay, so I had the moulet oh, yeah. back. and. My girl just like chop off it went. They're gone, gone. But I can never let go of the eighties. Never. That sounds. That makes the haircut sound so much more exotic. Moulet. (laughs) Exactly. That's what I tell my own kids. It's the moulet when they look at the picture. I'm like, no, no, no. It's French. It's French. (laughs) You know, there was a there was a book published about the haircut mullet, and some people got quarter of a page, some got a half. But guess who got a yes. full page? Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know you did. I know you did. Yours truly. 
Uh, I think my mullet was deserving of a full pose, though, right? It It was. There is no way I could have had my hair like yours. No way. No matter how hard I tried, there was no way. <laughs> Something to be proud of, don't you think? Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, my, my hair is different now. I, I look pretty sad going around with the same haircut from 37 <laughs> years ago. Um, I'm, I'm just grateful that I've got some hair, you know? That's true. At, at That's true. this stage of my life. The guy from Flock of Seagulls is bald. Yes. Mike, yes. It's uh, all gone. Mm-hmm. It's all gone, and um, you know nothing wrong with that. They say bald men are very virile, and it's all about the testosterone, etc. So good luck to them. But I, I'm glad I've I'm glad I've got my hair. You know, being an '80s pop star, famous yep. for his hair, I, I'm glad I've still got some. Right, hair, and the pictures you know? are still out there. Now this new single, "Still in Love," mm. I have listened yeah. to that at least a dozen times, and I have to tell you this. All right, I listen to a lot of music. I get so much stuff sent to me. Your yeah. voice and my thought, and we'll we'll let you jump in this. I just thought to myself, though, the the first few times I listened to it, what fantastic choices you made for the notes that you used. And I thought if you did that, if it just came out, or were you thinking about what notes you were going to hit as you sang through the song? Oh boy, it's very organic, you know. Um, my co-writer, co-producer Mira Marcus from Germany mm-hmm. lives in Berlin. Uh, we went back and forth with files, uh, swapping ideas until we both felt that we had something that we could move forward with. Mm-hmm. I flew to Munich, uh, uh, sorry, to Cologne in Germany to to record the vocal. Uh, and then I did some guitars in London, which I sent to him. He did an amazing mix. Mm-hmm. He is a producer and a mixer. Um, what I like about the song is I like the fact that it's uh, this journey of our protagonist he's in that you know that painful place he's hurting in love mm-hmm. but we stumbled on this kind of we, it's an accident we stumbled on this feeling of optimism in the chorus and uh and you just can't plan for that i think as songwriters were like people you see on the beach with the metal detectors mm. we're, we're searching for treasure and uh, sometimes you find it, and most of the time you don't. I think we found a little treasure in in this uh, in this recording. Mm-hmm. And I say recording; that's an important aspect because, to me, a hit song is about you know it's it's never just about um, the 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 lyric and the melody. I do think it's about what what's involved uh, instrument wise, what's coming at you sonically. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you ask about the melody. What I like about the verses, uh, most people are familiar with my voice. In mm-hmm. "Too Shy and Never Ending Story," it's it's quite note heavy at the yep. top end of the scale for F F sharp G. In the new song, in the verse, there's one line, the second line where I I sing quite low. That's people have not really heard that before. So very true. Not I can't sleep. Because I'm thinking of you, that line, which reoccurs on verse two. Mm-hmm. So there's a bit of my low register, which people haven't heard before. And I actually sing higher than Never Any Story on this song in the middle. <laughs> I didn't notice that, but I did notice, you know, you going down in your register. Mm. And that's mm. what caught my ear. And I thought, wow, this guy's a different singer now from what I recalled from our past discussion in the past tracks. So... This is me complimenting you on 
I remember you when you started, when I was on air as well, way back then. And then now, it's kind of like, what growth? Is that something you think about? Is it something that you practice? Or is it just essentially just happened over the years? It's a bit like a leather jacket. It's, it's, I think it's better if it's a bit worn in, okay. you know. Okay. Um, it is a bit worn in. I mean, crikey, I've been singing for 40 years. Started in theater. Um, you know, when you're doing Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dream Show, uh, coat, eight, eight shows a week, oh. uh, you kind of find out how your instrument works. From, the, from there, I went into Godspell, the musical. Uh, again, it was eight shows a week for a, one month. Wow. Um, I, I give credit to, I, I'm going to give credit to my co-writer, co-producer. I think he, he got a really nice sound on, my, on, on the microphone. Mm-hmm. We worked hard. I, I mean, singers of my age, um, <laughs> 39, <laughs> um, we, we can get into bad habits, you know. Um, one of them is too much vibrato. Oh. And so we still have to work at it. You know, I, I appreciate the compliments and the good feedback. Oh. But you still, I still have to be on my toes, you know. It, it's not just happening easy doesn't just happen easy. I have to really, you know, concentrate. I mean, it's wonderful with technology. Now I can do, you know, I can do as many passes as I like at the song. Uh, It's often how they're recorded now. You know, you do 10 takes and just get the best line from each take. And that way you get a superb performance using the technology. Now, there are two other singers out there that after I listened the 12th time, I kind of put you in that category now in terms of how you sound now versus what I remember on vinyl. Now, I've had Martin Fry on my show many times and Tony Hadley as well. That's Mm -hmm. what I heard when I listened to this. I kind of went, my God, Lamal can sing what Tony is singing and what Martin is singing now, which... You know, I'm, I don't know if you would do that before, but that's what I heard, that kind of range and, and how Tony talked about his voice and doing covers. And I thought, my God, you could you could sing the same stuff Tony has been singing for years. Well, that's a, you know, that's a huge compliment. I'm a fan of both of them. Yep. I mean, ABC's first album was superb. Uh, first, yeah, ABC's um, Lexicon of Love is, yep. is still high up on my all-time favorite albums. Um and, and Martin's lyrics are amazing. Yes, yes. Uh, again, you know, you've got that combination of brilliant production with Trevor Horn, mm-hmm. uh, the British version of, um, uh, oh, what's his name? Your big American producer, Earth, Wind & Fire, Celine Dion. Oh, I can't think of his name. Um, Chaka Khan, he's done everybody. Okay, I know who you're talking about. And, you know, we're both showing can't our think- age because we're both paused going, um, um, um. <laughs> What's his name? What's his name? Oh, I'm going to think it. Foster. I've oh, got there it. you go. Right. David Foster. David Foster. So Trevor Horn is our British David Foster. Yeah, there you go. And, um, you know, uh, on that ABC album, it's, yeah. it's phenomenal. Yeah. You know, you see, if you were a good singer and you, in the 60s, and you, you signed to Motown, you, you're immediately walking into uh, a, a fantastic creative team. If you were an artist and you walked into the Sound of Philadelphia label, you're walking into a fantastic team. 
it you know me with with never a new story walking into working with the legend that is georgia maroda mm. you know it, there's always a team a really good team and i i i think that um uh tony hadley and and uh spandau ballet yep. again it's a team uh, uh with abc it's a team they're both good singers both good performers i've worked yes. with them both yep. I, I i i toured I took, yeah, the retro photo right. tour you were with, with ABC. Yep. That was amazing. That was amazing stuff. So let's make sure we talk about the new song. Yeah. Still in love. You got yep. coverage all over the place. I'm telling you, it's going to march up the charts very, very quickly. How excited are you with the release? And how long did it take you before you, uh, I thought I read that this was ready to go months ago. Yeah, we recorded it last year. I shot the video in January, just before the lockdown. Okay. And then um, when the when the pandemic came, I just thought, oh, the this, the world is falling apart. No one's going to be interested in music. And my team, a couple of weeks later, came back to me and said, Lamal, there there's going to be such a need mm -hmm. for culture, for movies, for TV, for music. Um, everyone's going to want to hang on to what we used to know, you know, our normal life, our real life, our, our before life. So, uh, yeah, I said, okay, let's do it. But it did delay things. So the video was shot in January and here we are in June, so six months. But um, it hasn't affected, you know, the time hasn't, it doesn't sound dated or it doesn't no. feel dated or anything. Not at all. I'm really excited about it. So I'm glad it, it came out at the perfect, perfect time. I, I see people out and about today, and I thought, you know, I can't wait to be able to play this song. Lamont, I'm smiling. If people can't see it, we're on cam. I'm smiling, I'm smiling, I'm smiling. I am, I'm, you know, I'm sick. Look, I'm 61 years old, and, um, for, for for to see all this coverage on 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 the socials, the 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 feedback's been amazing. People are calling me an icon, and they're complimenting sure. the voice. It's just um, it just makes me feel amazing, and it is it is giving me the strength really to the the encouragement to uh, to do more because of the warmth that's out there. It's it's fabulous. I'm going to give you reasons to come back even more, okay, after this interview. So we'll talk about that. Here is the brand new track from Lamar. It is called Still in Love. You are listening to The Blend. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.